It gives the place historical integrity, Cordelia agreed. She was three years older than Brendan, about to turn 16, although she sounded like she was in her 30s. It's like when they change the name of a baseball stadium to Billionaire Corporation Field. It's fake. Fine, Mrs. Walker sighed. It's your house. I just live here. Mrs. Walker left, allowing the Walker siblings to speak more freely. Just looking at the pictures brought them back to the fantastic adventures they had been on in Kristoff House. The certifiably crazy, never-talk-about-them-because-you'll-be-put-away adventures. The adventures about which Brendan thought, If any of us ever gets married, and we tell people, The best day of my life was when I got married, We'll be lying, because the best day of our lives was when we got home safe six weeks ago. It really does make sense to keep the Kristoffs up, Cordelia said. They're the ones responsible for this whole... situation. What situation? The situation where we're rich? Eleanor asked. It felt weird to say, but it was true. At the end of the Walker's certifiable adventures, when Eleanor had made the wish in the magical book, or cursed book, really, to banish the Wind Witch... She'd also wished for her family to be rich. The Walker parents had ended up with $10 million in their savings account as a settlement for Dr. Walker. Now the family was living very comfortably because of it. There's that, Cordelia said. And there's the situation where we live in mortal fear because the Wind Witch could come back. She looked at Denver Kristoff's picture. Or the Storm King... Brendan shuddered. He didn't like to think about the Storm King, the persona Denver Kristoff took for himself after he became a wizard warped by the Book of Doom and Desire. The book, the same book that had given the Walkers their newfound wealth, was blank. But if you wrote a wish on a piece of paper and slipped it inside, the wish came true. As one might imagine, Prolonged use of such a magical artifact had terrible effects on the body and mind, and, in Denver Kristoff's case, had turned him into the monstrous Storm King. All of that was scary enough, but the real problem was that the Storm King was AWOL. The kids had no idea where he was. He might be living in Berkeley. Here's what I think, Brendan said. For the month or however long it's been since we got home, those pictures have stayed up, and we haven't had to deal with the Kristoffs in real life. Is that a coincidence? Probably, but in this house, you never know. So it's safer to keep them up. Eleanor grabbed his hand. He grabbed Cordelia's. For a brief moment, they all made a silent wish that it was really over. Now Brendan rushed past the pictures down the spiral stairs to the kitchen. The room had been nice when the Walkers bought Kristoff House, but after the $10 million cash infusion, Mrs. Walker had gone a little nuts, picking up a fancy French stove that cost more than a Lexus. Here, Mrs. Walker said as Brendan took a seat between his sisters at the marble countertop. His mother handed him a plate of warmish blueberry pancakes. He looked left and right. Cordelia was leafing through a copy of Teen Vogue. Eleanor was playing a game on her mom's iPhone.
Look who decided to wake up, Cordelia said. Yeah, what were you doing up there? Eleanor asked. Brendan tucked into his pancakes. They were good, but they had been just as good back in their old apartment. Waiting for an important package, Brendan said with his mouth full. Ew, could you chew and talk separately? Eleanor said. Why? Who's watching me? Brendan washed down the pancakes with almond milk. We're not in the dining hall, are we? Is one of your new friends who owns every single American girl dog going to see me? It's not like that, Eleanor said. You're just supposed to have manners, and you don't. You never cared before, Brendan said. Families that are rich are supposed to be nice.